Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. Carmen, you always crack me up. Hi, how are you today? What's going on, KH? <laughs> that's my new uh, DJ name. Yeah. KH. Yeah. I'll let you know when I have my first rave. The Yo, that sounds coming. cool. I'm not going there. I'm not. <laughs> enough. Sorry. I don't know the words or the tone of voice. So we're yeah. done. Well, well, speaking of raving, we're going to talk about something that some people were kind of PO'd about recently at meeting where a CEO was talking to her team. It came up that people were expecting their bonuses. And for a lot of people who run a fiscal year, like through June, this may very well be bonus time. But this particular CEO said, you shouldn't expect this. You need to literally, I think she said, suck it up. And this was not a popular answer. So some people were raving about that. <laughs> That's my kind of lame like connection to the word rave here. What do you guys think? Uh, are you pro bono, bonus, anti bonus? And what should the messaging, whatever your you know expectation is as a CEO, like, is there a better way to message that? Well, let's just say this CEO has been killed in the press. Okay. I mean, there's not much that came out of that anybody found any value in. Okay. And a big piece of that for me was how she shared that message, as well as her, if we put it in context and we understand that she got a bonus that year. Okay. Yeah. And her staff didn't. And that the bonuses that came with how she had negotiated her contract were significant and had a lot of zeros attached to it. And to understand that people like us, right? When we talk bonuses, we're not talking about bonuses with a whole bunch of zeros on the back end. We're not talking about, can I take that money and go buy another house, right? Most of the time when we are talking about bonuses inside of an organization, we're talking about smaller bonuses that maybe I get to use that to go on a small vacation. I I generally would use mine to offset the fall tuition payment at the public college. Right. Or maybe to pay off my credit cards, you know, and not all of it, but a portion of it. So you have to put it in context about two different places and kind of that social economic status that probably was a big part of this message in terms of how people were really, really reactive. And when you have a CEO that says, suck it up, and they're trying to overcome inflation and she is getting millions of dollars. That is offensive. I don't know how to say it any other way. It just, I'm not going to like her very much in that space. 
I do think there's another piece of this that is worth having a conversation about. So it's not so much her. It's not so much the fact that socioeconomically she's in a different place than her staff and she was rude in how she talked about it. However, there are times inside of an organization when, you know what, we are not doing well, when we have not made the money that we need, when we can see trouble down the road and we have to talk to our staff. And sometimes there is an impact to the staff. And that can be an impact on raises. That can be an impact on bonuses. That can be an impact, unfortunately, in many cases of whether or not everybody stays employed. And there is a time when a CEO has to make that call. And there is a time when a CEO has to do that in a way that it hurts. And yet it can be done well. And I think that is also a message that's worth talking about. Yeah. How to deliver bad news. There's also this this piece of, I think there's several learning lessons here. I'm going to talk about the unpopular learning lesson first. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. The one that people are raving about. Yeah. So there's a learning lesson to say, maybe you should get over yourself. And if you would like that bonus, you should learn how to be a CEO and go negotiate that contract. Okay. (laughs) Now, (laughs) okay. Tongue in cheek, a little tongue in cheek there. Please. please. I'm I'm like sucking in air and thinking, (laughs) what is our staff going to say when they hear this? I'm like, oh my gosh, Scott. (laughs) Now, And again, I'm not advocating. I think there are absolutely ways to handle that. I think there's also this okay, we're hearing this message from from different news sources and social media. Do we fully understand the context of what was going on around that? Or are we hearing a soundbite and we're reacting to soundbite? And I can't answer that. Okay. And again, fair question. You read that, you're like, okay, yeah, that really probably wasn't handled that well. Now, what's the context around that? So that we understand it and step back and say, okay, what's really going on? I think the other piece is what is the compensation strategy for the organization? Yes. Because I don't know that I would say I'm pro bonus or no. I've worked in organizations where you had pay at risk. You were paid under market value and you got a pretty substantial bonus if you personally performed well in your job duties and the organization performed well. Like, 20 or 30% of your salary. That's pretty significant. I've worked in other organizations where it was completely aligned with what is the profitability of the organization. And if you were not profitable or you didn't hit a certain profit point, you got zero and you were not necessarily paid under market value. I've worked in other organizations where Yep, only these people in this department or this level or above got bonuses and no one else did. I think any of those strategies are okay if it is clear how you're going to do it. And it's clear that when you come into the organization, hey, this is how it works. That to me, when I hear about the story and I read the story, there is, right, people have this perception of, um, is it fair or is something going to change? I immediately think of Christmas vacation. I'm going to get this bonus. I'm going to put a pool in the backyard, but I get jelly of the month. Therefore, I go kidnap my boss. Um, 
But, you know, Scott, this piece, and you're bringing up something really, really important. So I'm going to tie what you said at the end to the first piece. When you join an organization and they share with you, hey, this is how our compensation works. I think it's really important for you to think about whether or not you can align with that. Because if you join an organization where you can't align with their compensation, it just doesn't make sense to you, you're uncomfortable with it, it's not how you see the world, whatever that thing is, you need to say no to that organization. And the organization needs to be clear enough and forthright enough to be able to say, this is how we see compensation. This is how it works. yeah, Yeah. And I think we should ask that question when we are interviewing, not in the first interview. Okay. But after you decide, hey, I like this place and I think this is something I might want to do, now dive into those details and ask that question. How do you guys see compensation? How does that work from the top to the bottom? What do you think about bonuses? How do you see raises? Just understand that so that you have a good understanding. And then I'm going to tie it back to your first point. And even though you said it in such a shocking way, as it is our responsibility as an employee, okay to come in and negotiate what it is that we want. There are a ton of studies out there that says men do that better than women. Women oftentimes just say thank you very much, and men actually negotiate. And in the end, as an individual, if you have, if you fully understand what their compensation program looks like, at that point, when you go to say, I do think I want to work here, you need to talk with them about what it is that you want and what you want that to look like. And I guarantee you, every CEO that I know that has been recruited into an organization has negotiated their package. We have the right at every level to negotiate our package. That organization might say, you're frontline, what are you doing? Okay. They might say, we only do that with executives. That tells you something too. So please know, we think that you should go in, have the conversation and negotiate what it is that you want and try to get the deal that you think is great for you. And then I expect the organization to support that deal that they made with you. If we think about this specific situation, not knowing context, I think of two immediate situations. One is the conversation hinted at money is tight and hey, that may impact. And depending on, I think of typical sales, well, gosh, I'm not going to get my commission or I'm not going to get my bonus. And that's going to significantly impact my ability to thrive and you know pay my bills and do those things. And that's concerning it. And I'm, okay, what does that mean for, you know, for my compensa- compensation? There's also a piece that's like, hey, we're not hitting our goals. And if the compensation model says you have to hit your goals, Again, to take Tammy to your point, as an employee, I have a responsibility to understand that. And quite frankly, if we're not hitting our goals and I know that, hey, I have to hit my goal to hit it, then it's not even a question to ask. In fact, every high powered salesperson that I know truly wants a lower base or no base, and they want all the upside. Because they know that their effort actually equates to their income. And when I talk to high-powered salespeople, they don't want a cap. What they want (laughs) is freedom so that they can go and they can make as much money as they can based upon what they do. Their effort results in sales, which results in a paycheck for them. 
However, that's not everybody. I know a lot of folks who don't want to have any pay at risk. They want to know exactly what they're going to get. They want, they kind of want to say, here's my paycheck. I know what I can do with that paycheck and all of that. Okay. So again, go back to this piece. What is the job? What is the compensation program that goes with it? And understand the consequences of those decisions. Don't just think because this company has a bonus that I'm always going to get it. I have a client that works for a fast food restaurant that everybody in the world probably knows. And for the first time in that organization's history, they're not doing well. Compensation in that organization has always been, hey, we're going to be paying you this. And yes, they explained this is your salary and then performance of the organization is the rest of that. But since the inception of this organization, they've always gotten that extra thing. So it was almost like, yeah, you know, your salary really really is this. It's not two parts. It's really this. And then when the organization's not doing well and they said, we can't give that to you, people were shocked because they actually got to the place where they thought, well, that was going to be there forever. I know that's what they said. It's almost like, hey, we're working overtime so much all the time. Now my base is my kind of my level set income is here. And I've had clients that's like, oh, we had to trim overtime because, you know, we don't have as many sales. So, and people quit because you get used to a, used to a certain thing. $70,000 when yeah. my base is 50, but my overtime brought me to 70. And now I'm living on 70 because I forgot yeah. that, you know, it, that overtime was the extra 20, 50 was my salary. So there is some responsibility in there. And that's a really hard thing to say when you hear these stories. However, you have to recognize, guys, what is the compensation, the true, the thing that they're going to put in your paycheck regardless? And then that other stuff, I want you to think about that as, hey, when that comes, that's great. But don't spend it before it comes because there's no guarantee in those world. That's pay at risk. And a bonus is pay at risk. Commission is pay at risk. Pay for performance, however, your team, the organization, all of that is pay at risk. And you need to understand that and not pretend or convince yourself just because it's always been there in the past that it's going to be in there in the future. That's, that's not fair. Okay. And that's a hard nut to swallow when you're an employee. And we're saying, hey, you need to be in control of this for yourself so that you don't get your place where you're in trouble or angry. And it's a dual responsibility. Yes. You need to be in control of it for yourself. You need to understand. And the organization needs to ensure that they're clear about how does it work. And I would also suggest that if we have that kind of program in our compensation where there's pay at risk for a bunch of staff members or even a department, if that this we're seeing that that is going to be at risk, you know, we we should be seeing far enough out that it's like, guys, we're not hitting our numbers. Guys, we have a problem here. This should be a conversation that doesn't just like land. This is a conversation that we can see 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days. And we start having these conversations as guys, we need to look at this because we should be taking steps to turn it around. Months and months and months and months before that an- announcement would come. And Scott, there's one more piece of this. And, and Carmen, this one is, it's important to me at least. I think that there is a big 
conversation, and it's probably not for this podcast, but it's at least something to consider. When an organization puts together their compensation plan, I really do think we have to look at pay equity across the organization. Don't get me wrong. There are some CEOs that without them, the organization would not be where they're going. That's what a CEO is for. There's some chief technology officers that, you know what, they save our butts every single day. There's some chief marketing officers that really, they extend our opportunity and our brand and bring more customers in. There are all of these roles at the top of the organization that truly do make a difference. There is also a bunch of people throughout the organization, all the way to the front line, that without them, we would not be getting the results either. And so I do think we need to look at compensation across the organization and understand that when there is a huge disparity and when we are not sharing the spoils as well as some of the risk, we end up with an organization that is going to look at our top leaders and say, why are you getting all of the advantages? And I think there is something to be said about talking about how do we share the risks and the rewards all the way through the organization without that huge disparity from the top to the bottom of the organization when it comes to compensation. And that is something if I'm the owner of a company, which I am, and we put a compensation plan together, which we did, we looked at that and said, how can our teammates, the people who are making this happen with us, how can they come on this journey with us and win as well? And I do think that's a really important conversation at the top of the organization. So it's not just communicating it. It's thinking about what does that system look like so that it truly is a place where people can come and win and it's in the work, but in their compensation. I think it's looking at it and saying, is it fair for the market that you're competing for talent in? Yep. I cannot envision an organization where everyone is paid the same. Oh, no, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. Right. So I think there will always be some levels based on responsibility and what is the market and all of that. And then I love the point. How do we all win? How do we all win? You know, company wins, we all win. And when the company's struggling, we all get and get our oars and start putting them in the water and paddling harder to figure it out. We all win. We all work. We all sweat. If it comes to it, we might all have a little bit of pain together. But I, as the CEO, should have pain, not just my staff. And maybe I'll even take a bigger portion of the pain because I probably have more bandwidth. You have to think about that too. Where is that kind of humanity in all of this piece? And so it is, I want people to understand you need to negotiate, you need to understand, and you have to put yourself in the spot that says this organization has to be successful long-term. So we have to look at all of that. And there is a responsibility as an employee. There's still a responsibility as as the leader of that organization to make sure that we can all win and to have it not be so out of whack that I can have staff that look at me and say, how come you're getting paid a million dollars and I'm getting paid 10,000? That's that piece that you have to figure out. And I don't know what the right balance is, but I do know if it is way out of whack, you're going to get a lot of people raving about it. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. 
As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.